Parenting is all about setting boundaries and not breaking them. Now, this is advice coming from a non-parent, but I, I believe that. I do. I think that as a raiser of children, you got to tell them what you mean and mean what you say, and that's it. Well, today, all over $10, I feel like the whole democracy of childhood has fallen in this family. But is dad in the wrong if he says no to this mysterious $10? You'll hear the story and decide today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast on this Tuesday, October the 25th. We're a daily podcast that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, my mom is a sinner, according to a random woman at the grocery store. Gas station, where were you? (laughs) Downtown Dawsonville. What kind of store were you at? Mm-hmm. Circle K. Okay, yeah, a little gas station. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is funny, and it's I I I, uh, I actually I need your rebuttal to this as well. So explain what happened today. Okay, so Jim wanted me to go get some Powerball tickets. Yeah, and I said, okay, cool. Will you so move I, a little closer to the mic, mom. Sure. And so I said, okay, cool. So I stopped in the Circle K, and um. And I walked up to the counter, and I don't know crap about playing the lottery, right? So I was asking the guy behind the counter, like, what's the one that's got the big the big pot tonight and all that? And he said, oh, that's Powerball. Okay, how much is that? And he said, $2. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had $10 cash. I said, okay, five. And um, I said, you know, my husband likes to play this. When the stakes are high and everybody in the world chimes in, I don't understand why he doesn't play when it's a, you know, the, the pot is less, yeah. but perhaps, you're, you know, you have a better chance of winning. And there was a woman that was sitting behind the counter with him, but she wasn't saying anything. And then when I, saw, <laughs> I said that, she chimed in and she said, well. Wait, did you, did you direct it to her? No, no, no. I was talking to the guy. Oh, okay. So really quick, before before this this statement comes out of my mom's mouth, you got to remember, like my mom lives in like the the very rural Georgia, (laughs) Um, so it's a little different. Like if you're listening from, you know, Maryland, or if you're listening from California, Arizona, this may not quite make sense, but it may give you a better picture of like where they live. Okay, so what happened? (laughs) And this is downtown Dawsonville, which we do not live in, but I was on my way to drop off our ballots. And so anyway, I stopped there. And so she was just sitting behind the counter, right, with him, not really chiming in, just kind of looking at me. And then she goes, well, honey, I tell you what, I don't play the lottery. The Lord takes care of me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like time I heard it. It was still just as funny. And what did you say back to that? Like, what do you even say? Like, I don't even know what the proper response is to... When somebody says, the Lord takes care of me. Like, what do you even say back to that? I mean, I was so taken aback because she was so, like, in my face about it. And I said, well, I'm really glad to hear that. Have a good day. (laughs) 
is and I mean I picked is, up my ticket and walked out. Is the lottery a sin? Like I don't I didn't know that, that was like a bad thing to do. Is oh, it? Oh, some it's, people think that gambling is definitely a sin. Is okay, is and, gambling and, oh yeah, the first thing that pops up is gambling a sin. Oh, Let's look into yeah. this for a second, okay? Yeah. Um I uh, I'm not, as you know, if you listen to this podcast a lot, I'm not necessarily a, a religious person. And if anything, I sometimes look at things that we learn, and not even just in Christianity, but in, in all the religions, because I really went through a period of my life where I was kind of uh, wanted to learn more about the different religions and what they were about. I was into Buddhism pretty big for a while. I know a lot about Judaism, and um, I uh, obviously I grew up Christian. So to me, there's a lot of as much as I, I, if you are a Christian background, or any of these backgrounds, like I completely respect them and I know why they mean a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, we have to admit, there's a lot of hypocrisy in <laughs> in religion as well. And so when things like this pop up, I like to do a little research, like where this came from, right? So like, it, it is if we buy lottery tickets, are we going to hell? I guess is the question, right? <laughs> right. So here's the question about, is gambling a sin? Apparently the Bible does not specifically condemn gambling, betting, or the lottery. The Bible does warn us However, do you know this, Mom? Not sure. Do you want? Do you know where maybe possibly the idea that God does not like gambling comes from? Not sure. Keep going. The Bible does warn us, though. However, to stay away from the love of money. Oh, oh yeah. Well, of course. Uh, that would be in one Timothy six ten through and uh, Hebrews three fifteen. Mm-hmm. If y'all mm-hmm. want to go look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, scripture also encourages us to stay away from attempts to get rich quick from Pro- Proverbs 13 through uh, 13. What does that even mean? I don't even remember those mean, Mom. What is that the numbers after that? What is that? <laughs> That's the chapter and verse. Okay. Proverbs 13, 11. Also mm-hmm. 23, 5. And Echisica, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That guy. Um, five to ten. Five to ten. Uh, gambling most definitely is focused on the love of money, and undeniable tempts people with uh, the promise of quick and easy riches. Uh-huh. So. In accordance to the Bible, Mother, I think mm-hmm. what you would be doing would be a sin. So as oh. perfect as everyone thinks that you are, you mm-hmm. indeed are a sinner. I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we really no went through like – question about it. I wonder how sinful we actually are. If we were to go by mm-hmm. the Ten Commandments, I think I might break most of them. Um, and that's, oh, that scares yeah. me. That scares oh, me, you know. yeah. We'd be big time sinners. We'd, we'd be in trouble. So just mm-hmm. know that's uh, – <laughs> and, and, and I always hate that. Those comments always make me uncomfortable though, right? Like because mm-hmm. what are you, you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Sit there and like rebuke the Bible? Like no, I'm not going to do that. No, I mean I'm I, exactly what I said. I mean at first I thought I would say, well, me too. But then she would probably get into a debate <laughs> – <laughs> about why am I if I was expecting the Lord to take care of me, did I need to win that lottery, right? Well, maybe the Lord was gonna set it up for that's how he was gonna take care of you. Well, I'll tell you this. I I ta- I told Jim on the way home, he said, Well, the net would be four hundred and three hundred and something yeah. million. I don't know, something. And I said, Well, I think we had better put initials by these numbers <laughs> because if I win I'm giving all of mine away. Yeah, to your favorite son. (laughs) 
And he said, yeah, maybe we ought to put initials by it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm keeping all of it. Just put it in my coffin with me and I'll take it with me to the next life. But, you know, I don't want to win the lottery. I mean, you know, we don't play the lottery often. I mean, only when it's just like crazy money like this. And, of course, we don't anticipate winning. Um, But, you know, the lottery does good things. The money in Georgia, you know, goes to help schools. And I mean, it does an education. I mean, it's good. Um, Yeah, I really don't have any qualms with it. But I do know that people get addicted to it. So I'm sad that it's online and you can use your credit card and all that. If Um, I am a diehard Christian, I have turned off this podcast minutes ago. (laughs) I don't want to hear this debauchery that you do. This is true. This is true. I can't handle it. I feel like we we covered a lot of topics yesterday on the podcast that I kind of want to go back and hear from you about because especially the inanimate object conversation. <laughs> yeah. I found that very bizarre. And if you weren't here in yesterday's show, uh, my mom, how did this come up? Mom, I forget you named something. I was talking about naming oh, my your plants. plants. Uh-huh. Name your plants. And I was like, that's really funny. I don't think I've, I know anyone that actually names their plants. And then we kind of got into discussion of like, why do we name some things? Mm-hmm. But like other things we have literally zero desire to name. So we asked the question, and thank you, Carissa, for posting this. Carissa's our, our queen of the Facebook page, oh, by the way. she's so awesome. Love you. I want to count the post. I think Carissa would be the absolute queen of this uh, Facebook she page. Would it's be. Our, our certified fans page. And I was asking the question of like, what, what do you name? Like, what is it that you actually name <laughs> and what do you not? And it seems to be, from what I can, what I can draw from this conversation, is that it really comes down to your cars. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to your vacuum cleaners. And I don't <laughs> I know, know why so in the world. Surprised about I vacuums. don't know why. I don't know why vacuums get named. Why <laughs> do vacuums get named? Like, okay, cars we understood yesterday. And, and some of you guys name your plants. So, like, for for example, let's go by just person by person. Just take a few examples here, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Carissa, she named her car Zippy because it zipped around curves when it was brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, she has an F-150. They call that Great White. Mm-hmm. They've got a Grand Cherokee. They haven't named that one yet. Said so we haven't named our toasters, our oven, our washer, our dryer. Uh, we've named our yard gnomes. Said so my husband named his strawberries Daryl. So I guess for Daryl, <laughs> strawberry. And we named our cactus roof because we found it on our roof. Okay, so all right. Um, Gabriella says she has a focus, and she called it Bullet. All right, once again, a car thing. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. We have two plants. We named those. Uh-huh. Uh, Marcy named her vacuum cleaner. Uh-huh. Um, Kelly named her car and her vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Kevin, um, sorry, uh, Lisa named her car, her Kia Sportage, uh, Kevin. Mm. Stacy named her car Kiwi. <laughs> Andrea named her cars. Mm-hmm. Michelle, um, actually, Michelle was just kind of laughing at the, the fact that she knew this topic was about you. Um, so, I mean, why? Okay, so let's go back to it now. Now that we've got a little bit more field research here, mm-hmm. what are we, what, what is that? What in the world is that? Why in the world is it plants? I mean, literally, just with the, just the couple of examples that I read, it's plants, cars, vacuum cleaners. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, it. okay, we can say plants because I understand that like that can, that's something you have to grow and tend to. Why? <laughs> A vacuum cleaner. Why? <laughs> that one surprised me. I don't know. My vacuum does not have a name. Yeah. I'm going to do, let me do, like, again, with anything, let's do a little, let's do a little research here to see if we can figure <laughs> this out. Um, why do people name their vacuums? <laughs> um, 
there's really I don't see like a, an article that pops up. It's names <laughs> for your vacuum. Oh. Uh, these are the top 50 Roomba names. Rosie, I'll just give you, I'm going to give you five. Rosie, Wally, DJ Roomba, Alfred, <laughs> and Alice is what people name their Roombas. Huh? Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just find this very interesting. I think I want to spend the rest of my day <laughs> doing studies on humans and why in the world we name vacuums over any other appliance. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Well, you know, my theory was that it was something that we had an experience with, but I mean, what kind of experience do you have with your vacuum? Yeah, exactly. Now this is now this is confusing. Mm-hmm. I would say this is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a really super nice message. Actually, we got a, a lot of good feedback from Monday's episode. I don't know. I don't know why Monday's was so good for you guys. I I agree. I thought it was a good episode, especially with Leah, and we were talking about why do we hate? Like, where does hate come from? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. in the world do we spend time hating on things, especially things that like don't need to be hated on, you know, Mm -hmm. like why do we hate on people that don't believe our politics? But we even broke it down to why do we, uh, why do we hate things such as like Barney? Like why do people hate that so much? Mm -hmm. How about I was, you know, I thought about after we recorded that episode, remember that girl that's saying, mom, you probably won't know this reference, but Rebecca Black, the girl that's saying the Friday song, Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. The girl was like 12 years old and like Mm -hmm. we hated like we were like this, girl, this piece of shit song. Like she's so stupid. Like it was, like, it was like crazy. Like, who can let this girl just live her dreams? Yeah. Like why? Why does why does Nickelback <laughs> get hated on so much nowadays? I don't mm. know. Why does Chef uh, Chef Guy Fieri get hated on? <laughs> we played a jo- we, uh, there's a joke a comedian that does a whole skit on this whole thing of like what Guy Fieri ever do to anybody than live his dreams of creating a restaurant. Like he didn't know, do anything. Exactly. So why does he get hated? I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. But uh, I didn't ask her why he used this. So I'm going to leave her anonymous. I posted this morning on my Insta story about it said my only goal basically is to be happy. And I believe that I really am. Uh, that's really kind of been my own personal mission over the past couple of years is to drop the standard life handbook and mm-hmm. do things that really make me happy. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard, by the way. Um, it really took me, I think, being kind of isolated mm-hmm. to do so because there was really, I mean, during, I moved here and during COVID, it was, I mean, it was isolated. So I really had nobody to try to impress or mm-hmm. to really bounce, you know, to have my decisions bounced off of and, you know, being mm-hmm. single now for four, about four and a half years. Like, I don't, it's really been a journey to excuse my language here, but like unfuck myself a little bit Mm -hmm. from this life handbook that you're just given and supposed to follow. Like, what do I really believe? Like, what do I really want? What can I really handle? Is it just, Mm -hmm. should I just go out and find a wife? Cause that's what you do. Or do I really like need to break that down a little bit more? Like just go drink. Cause everybody else is drinking. And like, I really, it's been, it's been a very interesting couple of years for sure. But I am, I still don't feel like, happy yet like, i don't feel and i don't know what that means per se but like if you asked me if i was a happy person i'd say i enjoy things in my life i don't think overall i'm like a happy person i got this really interesting message today and uh this this listener of our podcast said that she's found the key to happiness mm-hmm. and i'm like okay well do share mm-hmm. and she says you got to find happiness in everyday life you got to wake up with a grateful heart leah was talking about it on mental health monday don't waste your life waiting for something that may or may not come to mm-hmm. be happy with mm-hmm. what you already have. 
Today mm-hmm. I went for a hike and it felt great. Also mm-hmm. be happy about all the, the little things. I'm happy to have a car mm-hmm. to take my kids to school. I'm happy to go on a hike. I'm happy to have a job that I can afford things, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm happy that you and your mom are in my ear while I'm on set hike, LOL. <laughs> the little picture is the big picture. That's mm-hmm. the secret. And I, and I, cause I said back to her, I said, you know, I, I, I think I miss the little picture sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when she followed back up with, you know, the little picture is the big picture. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, it anybody else feel like they're missing the little picture for the big picture? Am I the only mm-hmm. one that feels like, again, I'm not, I'm not waiting I'm not the person that's like, I'll, I'll be happy when I'm just not like, I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. it's never been my thing. Like, okay. My ex-wife was that way. Mm-hmm. She always thought that happiness would come when X situation happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll be happy when I get this or I'll be happy when I get that or mm-hmm. whatever. And I am, I'm not that way, but I'm just not quite sure why I, I wouldn't consider my, it, as much as I have going for me. Right. I think some people see me from the mm-hmm. outside point of view. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, you, you're doing your dream job. You make decent money. You know, you got a co-host that you love. You're, mm-hmm. you know, um, you got a great family. Mm-hmm. Your romantic life's a complete mess, but you know, you're working <laughs> on it. Um, but I don't, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really take time to look at my little day-to-day picture. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I don't even know what I'm searching for. I'm not necess- necessarily on a search for anything other than the absolute truth of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too deep on your Tuesday, but that's really what I'm looking for. It's like the absolute truth, mm-hmm. not somebody else's truth, not the way I was raised, not what's not what society tells me, but like, what do I really wholeheartedly believe in this moment? Mm-hmm. And what really does bring joy to my life? And sometimes that's experimenting with things and then realizing it's not it's not it. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. if you would ask me three years ago, would I still be a vegan today? I'd say, absolutely not. This is crazy. I'm only going to do it for my health for a couple of months. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Does that blow your mind, Mom, that I'm still vegan after so many years? Mm-hmm. It's wild. It like, does. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yo, I grew up, man. I was... I don't think I had one vegetable in my life till I was probably <laughs> turned vegan. <laughs> 36. Would you agree with that? I didn't grow yes. up on vegetables, man. I grew yes. up on I was amazed. Meat. I was amazed when you started eating salad. And I yeah. think that's when you were in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, I love that. I was like, oh, that's I something green. I, he eats that. When I first started drinking, my, my ex-wife was actually pretty healthy and she would start making these green smoothies and I was like, oh my God. Like mm-hmm. I still drink them to this day, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but when I first started drinking them, I was like, oh my God, this is so disgusting. I literally had to put sweetener into <laughs> the green smoothie so that I could like stomach it. It's, just, it's uh-huh. crazy. Anyway, I'm trying to find the ultimate truth of my life. And mm-hmm. I think my consensus here is when I find the ultimate truth – and I do think that a romantic part of that is lacking. I do think that's really where I'm feeling the most um, – I think everything else in my life is kind of authentic and mm-hmm. kind of where I want it to be. Romantically, I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of taking the – you know, some, some slow steps to figure that out right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that like once I get to the ultimate truth – that's when I'll be happy. 
So but maybe it's maybe that's the bad way of looking at it, Mom. And you're you're very big into happiness and living in the moment, and everything else. Thoughts on this whole this whole conversation? Yes, I want to ask you a question. Okay, what is truth? Truth is is truth. <laughs> <laughs> truth mm. is the truth. Mm. Like truth is the ultimate. Like it, mm. it's the it's like the ultimate reality. Mm. Like your truth is is at the end of the day when you cut out all the bullshit. Like that's the truth. Mm. Yeah. So how? But you I don't know that most of that? us know our truth until we really take time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do I you ask myself. I well, I ask myself that question a lot. What is truth? Because our truth gets so distorted. I know, and that's it's by, hard. Listen, it's by hard. The world it is hard. And the events in our life, and you know, if you have your truth and I have my truth, and everyone has their own truth. How do we ever come together? Well, I, I don't think it's ever, even necessarily about coming together. It doesn't matter. I don't care what your truth is. That doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me. Mm-hmm. What matters to me is that everything that I say and do, I want it to be authentically come from a place of truth of who I really am. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship, so, I want that to really be who I am. When I, at work, I want it to be – when this pod – I mean it works a little bit. I got to put it on a show. But like this podcast, like I want it to be as authentic as it possibly can be, you know? Like when, I, when I'm with my friends, I want it to be as authentic as it possibly be, even if it so does goes truth, against the norm. So truth is your true self to the best of your ability. Yes, that's it. That's okay. it. That's that's okay. truth to me. To the best. And to me, of that's your probably ability. happiness because you're you're mm. you're not having to put on a show for anybody. Mm. I mean, except for me, that literally has to put on a show for everybody. But mm. <laughs> other than that, I I don't know. To me, that's when I'll be happy, when I'm authentically doing every single aspect of my life to the most authentic truth, mm-hmm. because that's when I will be free. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay, that's that. But I like it. Look at the small picture. Don't forget the small picture too. I mean, it's all. Mm-hmm. It comes down to gratitude. The same thing Callie and Jeff talk that's about all the time in our sister right. podcast, like the little it's things. The and I love it. Thank you, by the way, for that message. It came on. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. your guys' message. I don't think you realize sometimes your messages come at like, the exact right time. So thank you always for reaching mm-hmm. out to me. All right, mom. Quote for today. Okay, um, it's from Mary Oliver, and it has to do with this subject: instructions for living a life. Pay attention. Be astonished. Tell about it. Mm. Pay attention. Are you really looking at what's happening in your life? Are you really paying attention to the small things, not just the big things? Um, Are you paying attention to how they affect you? Are you paying attention to others and how you affect them? What is it you pay attention to? Be astonished. Like always leave room for astonishment and amazement and magic in your life. And then tell about it. Share your story. Because your story is the healing for someone else's story. See, it's not that hard, is it? We said uh, literally every day I sit down on this podcast, I, I say to my mom, so what's going on today? And she's literally like, nothing. <laughs> brought my plants inside. Where today she literally had this gem of a story about how a woman called her a sinner for buying a lottery ticket. I'm like, that's like what? Like that's that's it. That's what this podcast is. It's literally nothing more that I want than for us to share these kind of uncomfortable and just very real life moments, you know? And somebody calling you a sinner while you're buying a lottery ticket so wildly uncomfortable, like <laughs> 
don't even know. I don't know what to do. I feel so uncomfortable about that. It just would be, you know, be bad. Oh, jeez. It'd be bad. It'd be really bad. <laughs> but yeah, th- uh, it's true. Okay, we've been we've been sentimental enough today. Do you agree? Can we move on? Yeah. We get back yes, to some ratchetness yes, over here. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, before that, we'll thank our sponsors, Cozy Earth Sheets, on our podcast today. If you don't have a set of Cozy Earth Sheets, you are doing yourself a disservice. Talk about people you didn't think you'd be, right? Like, I never thought I'd be. And I don't think I didn't think I'd really care about sheets. You know, <laughs> that's a forty thing. Yeah, it, I mean, truly though, like I didn't I, like. Who cares? Like, you just go, you buy the cheapest sheets you can find. This this was my this was my mindset before. Find the cheapest sheets you can find at Home Goods, typically, put that match your your bed, and then put them on and sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to change that mindset because you know what? Like, you deserve this. You deserve to treat yourself to nicer things. As you get older, you're making a little bit more money. Like, you, I, I hope, I hope you can find a few dollars, and we're talking literally dollars a month to sleep on the world's most comfortable sheets. I think when you think about it that way, you're like, I can do that. I can mm-hmm. do cozy earth sheets are like so soft. They're they so they're, they're like, oh it's my like, gosh. It, like, you know, that feeling when you go to a hotel and like you get in the, the mm-hmm. bed and the sheets are like so luxurious. Like, why would you not want that feeling all the time? Especially if you can have them, I would say probably for less money per year than you will just a standard sheet set from Target or whatever, right? So Cozy Earth Sheets, so soft, come with bamboo. Oprah's favorite thing, by the way, for three years in a row. Um, you can literally just you, – you get these sheets. You get 40% off these sheets, okay? So you'll go see the price. At first, you're like, whoa, I've never paid that much for sheets before, okay? But I, what I want you to do is take 40% off that price. Then don't forget, you've got a 10-year warranty on it as well. So divide that price by 10. And I guarantee you, with the, the, the warranty on these sheets, if anything happens in 10 years, you know, they're going to take care of you. So – your target sheet, how long does sheets usually last, mom? Two years, maybe? Yeah, a couple of years, yeah. Three years. I mean, I don't know that I have, you know, I bought I bought that fancy, fancier sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what was that? Like a year or two ago? And those are already kind of like, it's already kind of stretched out. They're not really mm-hmm. fitting quite right on the bed. It's just, it's not good. Mm-hmm. But Cozy Earth, like, it doesn't take care of you for 10 years. So, like, think about it that way. World's comfortable, most comfortable sheets. 10 years, less than you're going to pay for the crappy sheets. It makes sense for you to get these right now. 100 night sleep guarantee, CozyEarth.com. That coupon code that you've been waiting patiently for, Kramer40, Kramer40, Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. I am a participant. I am a client, mm-hmm. I guess. What would I be? A th- uh, mm-hmm. Patient? You're a client. Mm-hmm. I am a paid member user <laughs> of oh what's what's that noise i'm sorry well, that, that is distract us from the commercial what was that? That, that that's that is some people's ringtones i'm like why would you ever want that amount of anxiety in your life that was not my ringtone what is that noise i was trying to turn off my apple watch but instead i pushed find my phone Oh, and okay. My phone I was like, is wow, right that here, is of course. <laughs> like people, you guys that wake up with a I'm like, why would you want to start your day that way? No. It's so stressful. Like I'm not trying to like stress my whole system out before I even get up, you know? Like it's just it's just not and it's worth it. It's a good it. thing I did turn it down because now I'm getting a potential spam call. I'm so glad, I'm so glad you did. Uh, okay, let's go back to better help. Therapists yes. are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. That's why I keep going back, y'all. 
there's just more things that I'm just keep working on right now. It's my romantic life. And it makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine that you call yourself, right? It's helped me through so many th- courses of my life. I mean, from job changes to romantic life to depression. Now back to romantic life <laughs> again, <laughs> part two. Um, Cycle of life. Yeah. Back to the old romance. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I enjoy it because it is so easy to use. It is. I mean, literally it's, it's the world's largest therapy service. They've matched millions of people like myself and actually a ton of people listen to this podcast with professionally licensed and vetted therapists that are available 100% online. You can get unstuck with BetterHelp and you can learn more and save 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right, certified fans, hello. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Really appreciate you. These are the amazing human beings that will contribute $6 a month and when you do you get a bunch of perks there's way more content you get way more on the inside and we uh, discounts and just awesome awesome perks and we just we really 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 appreciate you by the way anyone that can take time to do this we need I mean I'm thinking we can pull this off we just need one more hero one more of you guys to say like I can I can I can do $6 a month you text the word fans F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8 and then boom you just know that like this podcast means something to you and you know it's going to be produced every single day. So when you when you join, you get an episode dedicated to you. And uh, when you don't, we don't have somebody new. We go back and we thank you know the, the hundreds of certified fans all over the country. Today we go. Oh yay! Yes, yes. This one makes me really happy. I mean, you guys all make me happy. But as somebody that I really like interact with a lot, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Our certified fan of the day is Dante L. Dante um, L has been just such a positive person on this podcast. And Dante, mm-hmm. I know that you and I, I'm sure we interacted during the radio show. Uh, but most of my memories of, of recent time just come be come from the amount of support that you have given the podcast, but me personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm very thankful for you. You know, Dante is always here to like help. He was the one that figured out how we could vote even more efficiently mm-hmm. for podcast magazine. Yes. You know, just went out of his way and ask him. Didn't ask him at all. Just went out of his way to do that. And I am, uh, you know, there's some people that I will be forever grateful for. Most of you guys, most of you certified fans, really. But Dante, you, you pop up in my mind when I think about that title. So thank you so much for being a supporter of this podcast. You've been with us since the third day that we had certified fans. Oh, that's so great. What is his number? He is 72. Oh, certified wow. fan number 72. I hope everyone on the certified fans page mm-hmm. shows some extra love today because he's a he's a good a good 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 human being and uh, we we all we, the podcast is so much better the community is because you're in it so thank you thank you thank mm-hmm. you uh, let's give Dante some little extra love here mom okay is he from California from San Diego all right okay just checking okay to the wonderful Dante whoop whoop whoop. You get a special one because you are special. You deserve it. You help you make this podcast it. successful and you're so awesome on our fan page and helping everybody vote for us. It's so, so nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, You're awesome. So uh, if you want to join us, come on, we need one more person this month. And then I promise you I'll shut up for the rest of the month. How about that? Uh, mm-hmm. By texting the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8. Text the word fans or just go in the show notes. Okay, ask my mom. This is, uh, you know, because of certified fans, we can do segments like this. This is a advice segment where if you're ever going through a dilemma, 
have your podcast mom help you out with some advice, right? Moms always give the best advice. And so that's kind of how we created uh, Ask My Mom, right? We could all use a little uh, maternal advice from time to time. And so if you ever have a dilemma, go to certifiedmamasboy.com, send us your story, your dilemma, and then my mom's going to give you advice from being a mom for 43 years. Uh, then we, as your podcast family, are going to hop in, hopefully give you some guidance as well. And away we go. Mm-hmm. Dear Mama Nancy, I have a wonderful seven-year-old daughter. She was struggling in school, and as an incentive, I told her that if she studied hard and did well on her math test, I would get her a $10 toy of her choice. It's not a big deal, but it was a nice incentive. Well, she did great. She nailed it, missing only one question. So we went to Target to get that $10 toy but she couldn't find anything she wanted for $10 and started whining, then crying, then complaining loudly about it. Finally, a nice older man came over to her and handed her a $10 bill and said, there you go. Now maybe you can find something for $20. My wife thanked the man. I think it's weird that this random dude gave my daughter money and I'm okay with it. (laughs) especially since, and I'm not okay with it. I'm sorry. I think it's weird that this random dude gave my daughter money and I'm not okay with it, especially since she will now think acting up will get her what she wants. My wife says it's a random act of kindness and we should be grateful and encourage our daughter to save her money and pay it forward to make someone else happy. I don't think that you should ever give any random child money like that who's right here what should i do Hmm. well in this case i have two thoughts i agree with mom that this probably made this man's day um to do that for her or maybe he just wanted her to shut up (laughs) <laughs> not sure which, <laughs> but I also agree that it's not behavior that she would want to encourage. So I kind of see both sides of it. I think you're both right in some way. I mean, I would love to be that older man who gave her the $10. I love doing that. I love giving people money um, because it makes me feel good. But I also think that's not behavior that you want. You just, you don't want it. You don't want her to think it's okay to be that way. And I'm not sure that she's going to get the message at seven years old about a random act of kindness after (laughs) she's just pitched a fit and got what she wanted. Yeah. Those women, those women grow up to be my ex wife. (laughs) Um, It's a joke, people. It's a joke. Yes, it's um, a joke. Loki. Um, I man, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough because I I, I only know from the like the minuscule amount of knowledge I have about children. You know, I've, I've interacted with kids with it for a total of maybe eight hours of my whole entire lifetime. So <laughs> yeah, the most but, interaction, the most knowledge you have is being one. Yeah, I was way more. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to when I was an eight-year-old, seven-year-old. Uh, no, so this is tough because what I've learned about kids is they just never 
like you almost have to, you know, I, I don't, I, I, this is why I, I, I worry about actually being a parent because I feel like kids never, at least the kids I've been around, they like, just never stop until they get their way. Hmm. Um, and maybe I just have been around some badass kids. I don't know, hmm. but I feel like you almost have like, I don't like, it's funny because as a, as a non-parent, here's my thought process and every one of y'all is going to bash me for this. Okay. Here's if you want my the real thoughts going through my head. No, like it's terrible because you don't just like you set like, this is the rule. You set the rule. You set $10, get over it. It's $10, right? Like that was what we said. That was the boundary that we were set. Yeah. Now what I've learned from my parent friends is you can say whatever you want, but basically <laughs> the kids are going to do whatever they want. And so I can see this also playing out that way, right? Where she's just going to cry and scream. Mm -hmm. And how many battles do you really, do you really fight? You know, mm -hmm. in that sense, like how many battles do you really want? I, I don't know. I mean, my answer right now is a hundred percent, but I bet I guarantee you, I've been doing this for seven years. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you have, if you have other kids or not, but seven years, I'm gonna be kind of tired after a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna, yeah. gonna be tired of fighting it. So on principle, I say absolutely do not let her spend that extra ten dollars. Yeah. Do not. Or if you do, make it ten and ten. Mm. Don't make it twenty. Mm. Because I think that once a kid pitches a fit and you reinforce that, again, not not a parent, but this is my non-parental point of view on this. Mm -hmm. Once you reinforce that, mm -hmm. how do you never not do it again? I mean, we, I can put this in adult terms, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like if I let my ex-wife get away with buying a shoe one day for a hundred bucks, why wouldn't I let, why couldn't she do it the next day? Mm -hmm. I don't think kids and ex-wives <laughs> are the so same. so chauvinistic. Well, I'm serious. <laughs> like, you're gonna, like you're telling your wife what she can buy and what she can't. And how much I mean, she I didn't mean it that way. You know what I mean? It was more I know like. You didn't. That's how it came off. Yeah, though. it does. I guess that's like, pretty bad. But like, you know what I mean? Like, if you just. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't it. Well, we had, such, we had such money struggles because she made zero dollars. Right. And I made all the dollars and she spent 90% of the dollars and I saved the other 10% <laughs> to keep the family. What she wanted. Yeah. I just, I just kept the it family afloat. I was just trying to keep food on the table so she could buy six pairs of shoes per week. Like waking my ass up, you know, go out and, oh, God. you know, put a hard day's work in. I clarify that because when you said that, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> if I put up with her That's buying so shoes, I swear bad. to God, she's going to buy shoes every day. <laughs> My woman ain't gonna buy no shoes. I tell her no shoes. I mean no shoes, woman. <laughs> uh, tell me you have divorce trauma without telling me you have divorce trauma. I'll go first. Um, all right. I I don't. But I I again. I as a non-parent, and feel free to blast me on this. I feel like if you set a boundary, you got to keep it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Here come the angry messages. I'm ready for them. I think I can handle it today. We'll see. Um, 888-Kramer8. As a parent, what would you do? Would you let the kid get away with it? Take the money? Or are you going to set that boundary? Keep it strong. Mom, that's it. That's going to do it for you today. Love you. Hey, love you forever. Does your dog do this too where they know it's like time for food? And obviously they don't have a, a way to communicate with us. They're like, hey, I'm hungry. 
Kiki literally, I can just, I hear nails is how I know it's happening behind me. Is like, she just comes over. She looks in the door and like stares me down with her death stare. And then she'll walk away. And then she'll come back two minutes later. Look in here. Sometimes she'll even just walk in place. <laughs> and then she'll walk back. She's like, I'm hungry, dad. So I'm going to go tend to that. But you know that your pet do that too. They have like a way, even though it's not words. They're like, hey, I'm hungry. I want to go for a walk. I want to do whatever. All right. Best Tuesday ever. Thanks so much for listening. See you tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.